Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Well, hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III, and thank you for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. This is the podcast that enables, empowers, and exposes you to some of the greatest thought leaders on the planet. I am so incredibly excited about helping you achieve that next level of greatness and know that I truly appreciate your support as I share every single week with you a new download on this podcast. You know, many of you are letting me know personally how this is blessing your life. And I hope you will follow me, Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. I would love to hear from you out there on Twitter as well. I just love to know if this podcast is blessing you and that you're sharing it with other people. We are hoping to reach a million homes and that is our goal. And we believe with your help and you sharing this, this free podcast can touch the world in a profound way. I'm so incredibly thankful and grateful for each one of you. I don't take it for granted that you have chosen to spend these few moments with us. We take great pride in putting this podcast together to be a blessing to you and to your family. Today, I am going to address something that every single person needs to know, and that is how to bounce back from defeat. I think it's important for me to say that I've had my share of defeats in life, failures, shortcomings, and I believe anyone you talk to who has ever achieved any level of greatness will tell you that that has been one of the things that has been a consistent theme throughout their lives. The fact is, is that you have to learn how to bounce back from defeat, from the no, from the mistake, from the setback if you're going to be a successful leader. There are some people who never bounce back. They stay in a place of depression, ineffectiveness, no longer able to produce at a high level, all because they did not have the necessary tools to bounce back whenever they experience failure or defeat. Today, I want to talk to you about this because I believe it is an important discussion for us to have. And the first thing I want to tell you today is that defeat doesn't make you defeated. Now, let that sink in. Defeat doesn't make me defeated. What I'm suggesting is that one event, one mistake, one loss does not define the totality of who you really are. We oftentimes associate the two. Like I made a bad mistake. I must be a horrible person. Or I did not get the job. I must not be qualified. We often think that that one isolated experience is the totality of who we are just because other people are saying it. You are not defined by the mistake that you made. You're not defined by the failure. That's not what will ultimately define you. It will be a part of the narrative, and I'll show you later on, but you must understand how to move and shift to a winner's attitude. I want you to get in your mind today, and I want you to declare it. I want you to say it. I am a winner. I want you to get that ethos in your spirit. I want you to get that and speak it over your life that I am a winner. 
Because whenever you have a defeat or a failure or a loss or someone says no or a rejection, you cannot get to a place where it becomes all-consuming and it literally paralyzes you and you're unable to move forward uh, in the things that you know you should. So I want to help you today because I think it's important to realize that defeat never makes you completely defeated. And I think that's an important thing to start out with because some of you right now, you continue to go back to that place of defeat. You continue to live in that space. You haven't been able to claw yourself out of it, but you're not defeated. Just because you had a defeat, you're not defeated. Just because you made a mistake, you're not a failure. You can shift out of this. You can come back from this. And so I want to help you understand that, but you've got to have the right mindset on the front end because it means nothing if your mind is not absolutely fixed on this fact that you must learn the lessons along the way. I believe that everything we go through, there are tremendous lessons and blessings in them. And oftentimes, one of the things I've learned in many of my failures or my shortcomings or when someone has told me no, and I may have come up short on a particular ask or particular opportunity, I have to go look at myself and begin to say, what lessons can I learn from myself? What things do I need to develop greater? What things do I need to be more mindful of? What things do I need to set in place that prevent this or that from continuously occurring in my life? See, this is a time to assess and reset. It happens in every organization, every business that's successful when there's been a failure, if you've come up short, if you haven't met your deliverables, et cetera. What you do is you go back and you say, let's get to what the problem is. Let's not stay there. Let's fix it. And a part of fixing it is saying, I own it, I'm okay, acknowledging that it exists, and then I do the necessary things to remedy it. You see, it's one thing to own it, but you must remedy it. You must fix it. You must be willing to do the things that may stretch you, that may not necessarily be comfortable. But if you are trying to win, if you want to get to the next level, it takes that level of discipline, that level of commitment in order for you to be able to do it. So learn the lessons. What did you learn about yourself, right? What did you learn about people around you? You know, what did you learn about God during this time? There's so many lessons and, you know, you will learn so much. I've learned so much about friendships when I fail, how some people will just give up on you, walk away from you. I've learned a lot about myself, how I get down on myself and how I just become overly stressed out. And I have to say, wait a minute, I've got to get to a place where I don't self-sabotage. So what lessons do you learn? What did this no, this failure, this setback expose? And how do you move forward in remedy and fixing those things that those things don't become a part of your narrative going forward? It is so important that we learn lessons because there are lessons in every failure, things that we can do better, things that we can absolutely work on in order that those things don't travel with us another day. I think the other thing that's going to be important is that you have to be determined to keep on, watch this, going. You, you got to just keep moving here. You can't, okay, let me say it this way. Don't dwell on the past, keep moving. Look at those things as don't dwell on the past, but keep moving. See, when you dwell on the past and you dwell on it, you oftentimes are putting yourself in a place of mental interrogation 
and you know you're second guessing you know your skill set you're second guessing your capacity your ability you're second guessing but maybe i i'm not good enough for the program maybe i wasn't good enough for the job maybe all these things that are in your head but not in the head of anyone else there could be so many reasons why people told you no so many reasons why you fail and so you then must say all right i must keep moving forward. I have to go on with my life. I got to keep going. I can't allow this punch in the gut to stop me from fighting. I can't allow this setback to make me think that I'm not good enough. Listen, you are more than qualified. You are more than able to do it. It just means that sometimes these things occur. As I shared on this issue of rejection, you know, the other week, sometimes a God allows these things to save us from things. And so sometimes our failures there's always like this amazing rainbow in the midst of these storms we go through that we learn certain lessons, but we have to keep going and don't dwell on it. Now, I've seen people when they failed or made mistakes, man, they just continue to dwell on it. Oh, man, you know, it could be 10, 15 years ago. They just continue to dwell on the exact same thing over and over and over again. But if you're going to be a next level leader, you got to do what the Apostle Paul says. You've got to forget those things which are behind you. You got to reach to those things which are before you. And you got to press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. See, that's what leaders do. You got to keep moving. And oftentimes, if you're not careful, man, you allow yourself to be interrogated. You'll be out there on the Internet looking at what people are saying about you. You'll be reading the comment section. You'll be walking around paranoid walking into places wondering, does everybody remember my failure versus does everybody accept who you are and what extraordinary things you're about to bring to the table? You can't live your life in the rear. It happened. Get over it. Let's go. Let's pick up. Let's continue to produce. Let's move forward. You've got great things you want to do. So if the marriage failed, or if the situation when you tried to open up the first practice failed, or you tried to open up the business and it didn't work out, okay, already. But let's go forward. You've got life to live. You've got so much in you that has to continue to come to fruition. So you've got to be willing to keep moving. And so I believe even as someone is hearing this now, this is a very emotional part of this teaching that you're receiving because you're like, wow. You know, I didn't realize how stuck I was. I didn't realize how I was emotionally tied to the pain of my past, to my rejection, to the no, to the, you know, disappointing season of my life. And so it is so important that you don't dwell on it. You cannot dwell on it. But what you must do, and I'm going to spend some time on this one, is you have to use it for motivation. I wish you would tell me no. Because if you tell me I can't do it or I can't have it or no, it can't be done, for me, that's not something that sends me in a tailspin emotionally that makes me say, oh, I can't believe nobody believes in me. Man, that is fuel. That is something that says, all right, simply because you said it couldn't happen or I could not do it, man, that is fuel. I remember what my fuel was even academically. I remember... You know, in high school, I remember someone telling me that I, I was not a good writer. So I went to college and majored in English on my way to law school. And I remember when someone said, well, you're, you're not going to be, you know, good in graduate school. I, I went to graduate school. Someone said, well, I'm not sure if you have the acumen to go and uh, capacity 
to be able to operate in a graduate program uh, in a doctorate level. So I decided I'm going to go all the way to the top and went to Princeton. And because I didn't do it to say, see there, I did it because I used the no, you can't, it'll never happen for you as fuel. You can either sit back and let it take the wind out of your sail, or you can say, you know what? I use my hateration as motivation for elevation. I simply view these moments as opportunities to spark just a greater level of greatness that comes out of my life. And for you, when someone tells you no, if that job told you no, man, you got to keep driving and believe. Most folks will tell you for every one yes, there's been 99 no's. And that's why you really, really, really have to be focused in and make certain that you use the no as a motivator. Look over your life for a moment and begin to think about all the times people said it could not happen for you. We're not hiring you here. No, you can't get in this program. What did you do? Did you fold? Did you give up on it? Or did you use it as motivation? My thought on that is, is that you used it for motivation. And that's why you're such a next level leader, because you take moments like that as inspiration to get to the next level. That's what I do. I don't play with those moments. I realize that these are strategic opportunities for me to truly do extraordinary things. So even in leadership, when people told us that, you know, you can never do this kind of ministry in Nashville, when I got to Nashville and started pastoring and people were saying, no, that, you know, people in Nashville are not going to go for that or they're not going to go for that. I'm like, man, that's the worst thing you could have told somebody like me because I am motivated by people who say no. I'm motivated by it because it continues to push me higher and higher and higher. And as a consequence, that's why I've surrounded myself with winning attitudes. This is important. I don't put myself in environments where people are negative. Now I surround myself with people who believe things are possible. I surround myself with people who are constantly pushing me and stretching me and saying, you can do this and it's never been done, but if anybody can do it, you can. These are the kinds of people in your life. You don't need Debbie Downers. You don't need people that are always quoting statistics, telling you, well, based on this, you probably should. I mean, I appreciate folks who are smart in their own right and realm to do what they do. But at the end of the day, what I am going to do is what I feel led to do. And it has a lot to do with surrounding myself with positive people. You know, when you start surrounding yourself with positive people, man, it's a beautiful thing, right? Because those relationships are organic. These are people who have nothing uh, no, no dog in the hunt. They're not trying to benefit personally from what uh, happens in your life. They see themselves, you know, as a partner to help push you toward the fulfillment of your destiny. And that, that, that's really the kind of friendships that all of us should strive for. We should want them because when you look at the crowd of people in your life right now, are you truly confident that these are the folks that really, really will push you toward the fulfillment of what God has for your life? Will these folk be the motivators that will ultimately help you get where God is trying to take you? Here's the other thing, man. I want you to really get this, that every game has more than one quarter. Think about it. In the game of football, you can be down third or to nothing. People will walk out and leave and say, well, it's over. 
But listen, every game has more than one quarter. Football is a four-quarter sport. Basketball is a four-quarter sport. So you can never give up, no matter what it looks like or how far you are behind, because you always have the potential to be able to catch up. You know, this is what's so important, right? Because there are a lot of people that give up on life, unfortunately, because they don't realize there's more to live. There's more opportunities here. And I just think if you really lay hold to the idea that there's more opportunities, there's greater opportunities for me to learn. I learn from my mistakes. I pull myself together. I can get up and I can win in this second half. There's some of you now, you don't realize that this is your season to be salvageable. This is a season to take everything that's left and continue to move forward, not to be histrionic and go back. Oh, about this year, I remember this, and this year, this happened. No, this is the time to say, hey, it's a brand new season. It's a brand new day. Let's go and achieve this. So what if the business did not make it the first time you started? Does that mean that you're never supposed to start the business again? No. So what? You know, you didn't get in the program the first time. All right, so what? You made a horrible mistake, something you're very ashamed of, and what you thought was private became public. Can you go on like that? Let me tell you something Job says. I love this verse. Oh, boy. In chapter 14 of Job, Job says, If a tree be cut down, it shall sprout again. The roots lie a wax old in the earth, yet through the scent of rain. It'll bud. Now, why is that important? Because all of us have moments we've been cut and cut down. We've had setbacks, disappointments. We've had moments where we were so embarrassed. We were like, oh, God, my name was dragged out there. People see me differently. Let me tell you something. You see yourself differently. People that God sends in your life will always see the greatness on your life. They'll always see the potentiality of what exists within you. And you got to trust that. You got to roll with that. You got to say, all right, man, I'm in a brand new season of my life. And my future looks great. I'm going forward. Stop beating yourself up. Stop being that hard on yourself. Every single person has defeat. Every single person has setbacks. But it's what you do with those that makes all the difference in the world. You know, we talked about how you have to have the mindset over defeat. Like you have to come to a place where you say, even though I had defeat, I'm not defeated that I'm not going to allow this losing attitude to invade my life, but I'm going to learn the lessons. I'm going to make sure I go through and say, what lessons can I learn? What was I slipping? What was I not doing that I know would have been incredibly effective that would have prepared me better or had me protected more? And then I got to be determined to keep going. I got to grieve it. I got to work through it, but I got to keep going, man. I got to keep pushing to what I know. Uh, God has called me to do. This is so important. And then I can't dwell on this, man. I can't spend time dwelling on it where nothing becomes healthy anymore. My relationships are no longer healthy because I'm dwelling on the failure of my past. And then I've got to truly, truly, truly watch this. I got to use this as motivation. I got to use every, every letdown, every disappointment. I got to build that up in a powerful sense of motivation by surrounding myself with people who get it, who are positive people, people who understand what it truly, truly, truly means, right? What it truly, truly means to bounce back. Because when we bounce back, watch this, every game has more than one quarter. 
It's only halftime, y'all. But I promise you the second half is going to be greater than the first. This pandemic has taught us so much. I get it. But life goes on. And what you have to do is you have to continue to move forward and produce. You can't stay in this space. Okay, you had a defeat. You failed. It hurt. You let yourself down. But dust yourself off. Let's go. Every leader, every successful person has had significant failure in their lives. The higher you go up, sometimes the greater the failure. But you've got to be willing to push yourself past that and know that that's some extraordinary things in your future. (sighs) This is a big one because I want you to bounce back. I want you to bounce back. I want you to bounce back. I want you to be so resilient that you pull yourself together, don't fall into that vortex of depression, and you're willing to say, for me, I am going to get this. I'm going to produce this. I am absolutely going after everything that God has for my life. I want to thank you. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I don't take it for granted that you have chosen to share. And I want you to know that if you follow me, I'll absolutely communicate back to you. Send me a message. Let me know at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram that this podcast has blessed your life. It would mean the world to me. I want to thank all of you so much for sharing this with your friends. Have them subscribe because we are planning something and we want to have, I mean, 100,000 people lined up to do it. I'm thankful for all of you. I appreciate you. And I pray God's blessings be upon all that you do. In the name of Jesus, thank you. Until then, God bless. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting with you.